No. Super late. Super late. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Talking with Rafael with your host, Rafael, and the Irwin Show, respectfully. With the host, Irwin. What up, bro? What up? What's up, Rafa? A little late here today, guys. Fuck yeah, let me adjust some lighting too. Yeah, for real. Of course, before we continue on, let me let me let Rafa take care of that real quick. But most importantly, thank you guys for joining another great episode here today with Talking Rafael and the Irwin Show. We are out here again. We're running a little late here today. Rafa has some parenting duties to take care of, but we're still back in track here today. Before anything else, before continuing, go ahead and hit the subscribe button to the YouTube channels. The Irwin Show. You can find us on YouTube, and you can find us at the Rafa Show. Um, talking with Rafa, correction. Talking with Rafa, and our social media. Rafa, get on top of those no, social no, media no. underneath that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's talking with Rafael. At That's what I said. I correct I said talking with Rafael at the YouTube channel as well. Our IDs are right below, and our Twitter accounts is right below as well too. But we're out here. We're here. We made it. We're here today. Another day. To make yes, sir. And so. All right, yeah, right here. Well, shit, man. A little late, though. Better late than never, right? So, better late than never. Yes, sir. No, I mean, no so. yeah, dude. Like you were saying, I had some family. Uh, I have my daughter had an appointment today, and so uh, we just want to make sure. Man, I even have the wrong fucking shit. <laughs> Where is sixty? Episode sixty nine, bro. Hey, episode sixty nine. Hey, yeah, shit. Uh, comments that we have for you at the moment. <laughs> but for right now, I just want to start with parenting, so I can get that shit out of the way. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. the appointment went great. Um, sometimes I feel like going to the doctors is a little waste of time for them to tell you, "Oh, there's nothing going on. Nothing's wrong," you know. So, but. Um, I will tell you more details once I get approval from from the wife and making sure I can disclose this with with y'all. But for right now, she's good. She's healthy. She just uh, there's a few things that we want to take care of before it becomes more dangerous later on in the future. So, of course, we we have the ability. See, I'm, I'm even adjusting the monitor, the camera. Let's go. It's one <laughs> of those days, ladies and gentlemen. But we're here. We're live. <laughs> Uh, and shit. you know we're just enjoying the moment so erwin how's alaric doing man how's alaric i actually haven't talked to him today now that you're bringing it up i haven't actually talked to him today you haven't um, talked to my son either man i keep talking so, about elena but yeah yo, shout out to my to son. he's having a good time he's posting about his friends and shit yeah let me see i literally just saw his uh uh his story mm. posting about his friend and shit like I don't know what he's doing, but I'm about to snitch on his ass right now. <laughs> don't be a hey, snitches get stitches, bro. Take it easy, bro. Relax yourself. You're gonna be doing this shit. Take it easy, bro. I, I think we can talk about snitching, uh, snitching, and, <laughs> and show you what I have to, what I have to say about snitching. Man. <laughs> oh my god! But no, do you really think snitches get stitches, or do you do you think like there's certain things that we can snitch about and and be okay with i mean <clears throat> what do you what do you mean like what you just say snitches like snitches, snitches about what i mean i don't know man i feel like on that uh, i don't think you should do that at all it's none of your concerns none of your business you shouldn't get involved with that shit 
And both I mean, with what? Anything, man. That's not something that you so have to you bring up shit. What are you talking about with anything? Anything. That's not your business. You shouldn't be involving anything like yourself into that. You, you shouldn't be putting yourself in a situation that you eventually going to later on regret it. And mm. yeah, no, I wouldn't get myself involved. What if it is a shit. situation where the wrong place at the wrong time? Give me an example. Like, give me an example. <sighs> That's a good one. <clears throat> uh, let me think. Because I think we already talked, uh, we already touched this subject when it comes to if we create the scenario of your homie cheating on his girl or your or yeah. his girl cheating on your homie. Yeah, yeah. We talked about that in the past. We talked about that. So let's leave that alone. Let's go with a different scenario. Okay. Let's say somebody's stealing. Uh, man, I, I don't want to go nine to five job shit either. Because I feel like that's like something that you get an interview for. Like if mm. you see a co-worker stealing from the company, what would you do? Hey, man, that's none of my business. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Bro. I'm just I'm here sorry. to get my I'm paycheck, blind. bro. I'm, I'm legally blind on this side and I can barely see on this side. So. Sorry. That is none of my business. Uh, I'm sorry. That's something that I don't want to get involved with that. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. But we've seen you, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-mm. That's none of I'm, my business. I'm legally blind. Yeah, I don't I don't want to get myself into any situations like that. If I get if I get put in a situation like that, same thing with about the whole boyfriend and girlfriend thing. If you want to bring it up, that's not on my business neither. No, I mean, it's not either. That that's shit, yeah, that's leave that out alone. of my league. And you know, you know, you okay. have questions. How about, you how about this one? This this will be a serious one. This, mm. this will be a serious. What if your homie's abusing his girl? And I'm talking about physically and emotionally. <laughs> Yo, I don't, I don't, okay, so in that case, I think I probably can pull him to the side and talk to the man, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I would talk to him directly first, and I'd be like, you know what, dude, what the hell's going on, man? You're losing it, you're about to lose it, you're about to do something really stupid. And yeah. I personally wouldn't get involved with any of that stuff, but I will kind of pull him back in a situation. I'm like, you know what, let me talk to you. Let's talk about this. Let's see what makes you feel better about it. Why are you going through this? Why are you putting yourself in a situation like this? If you're ready to a point that you're with this person and you're physically getting, you know, in contact with this person. That's mm-hmm. a red flag, man. That's the time for you to, you got to get the fuck out. Uh, <clears throat> I don't think you need to be putting yourself in a situation because next thing you know, what if you actually kill this person? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think as a good friend, you, you could be in, on, on a person like that in a personal level like that. You can actually communicate with them and say, you know what? Let me talk to you. But do you think communicating? Uh, I mean, let's say it's not the first time you see it. Like, you already had the conversation already. Do you think that's something like, yo, it's time to snitch? It's time to call the cops on this dude? Or I still wouldn't. I still and wouldn't. I, get I don't mean like, let, let's not say like this dude, let's say also the girl. Let's say <clears throat> vice versa. Mm-hmm. Let's say like couples are fighting, mm-hmm. either the female goes hit him. Let's go that route. Let's go the female hits the male. In the relationship, I think at this point, with the male point and a male point of view, I think that he would probably take ownership and decide to do what he wants to do. Like, I think he'll probably be the one actually calling himself the police, you know, to make sure and get that shit out of the way. I don't think at, at this point a friend will do anything. I think the smartest thing for a man to do that in that case would be if you want everything to get situated and gets to that level, mm-hmm. you know, at this point, I think any man would actually say, you know what, I'm calling the law. 
unless you're those kind of guys who I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you. If you, if you Ooh. feel like you're, you know, if you're the kind of yeah. guy that feels like you know what, you put hands on a man, I'm gonna put hands on you. You know, shit. You know, I yeah. feel like it's just it's a vice versa. It could it could turn around in either way. In yeah, example, it can, you know? but I feel like, and this is where it becomes very biased because I feel like, dude, if a girl puts a hand on you and you have the mentality of putting your hands on her like you can be you can beat the girl up <clears throat> you oh, know no kidding I mean? no kidding like um, the man the male is physically stronger than the female of course of course no matter what even if you put it on a us like a ufc fight like if you put like ronda rousey at 135 versus any fighter at 135 any male fighter at 135 she will get knocked the fuck out does that make sense yeah but you know here here's the thing in, in a point of view that i want to say you know it's just i do believe the men physically are stronger than a woman yes uh i don't care the circumstances that you do and i'm not trying to minimize anybody else or anybody make anything different for anybody at this point but i think in in general speaking you know based on the genes a man is stronger than a woman so a man can do more damage to a woman than a, than a woman can do to a man you know it can physically you can probably get like scratches or get hit here and there you know with a woman and stuff like that but i think a man one punch you know it's lethal you know one punch can make a big difference yeah. and that's what you kind of see it for you so you're like you know what is it really worth it for you you know a lot of men say you know and, and i've heard in the past mm -hmm. say that you know oh, okay so if this girl has enough power to put you know put her hands on me don't expect not to get hit. I don't think that's the way we should react. No, we, we shouldn't not. react that way at, at, at all. You know, it, and I think if, if it comes to a conclusion like that, the best thing you can do is just kind of move yourself away. You know, at this point, if you feel like this is going to go out of control and you know how this person is going to get, yeah. then you might want to call, you know, contact the police and say, you know what? Get this shit out of my face. You know, yeah, definitely. get her ass out of my face and then I'll be OK with that because I don't want to be dealing with that. You know, I don't want to be put in a situation that makes me feel like I'm going to be a threat. And then. Eventually, you get so pissed off, <clears throat> you black out. Hey, bro, and we're going to need, um, I think, like, out of subject real quick. Yo. You're going to need a fucking a light. A light? Yeah. Me? I know why. Yeah, you seem kind of dark, bro. You seem darker than me right now. And yeah, for those I don't who know. don't know, if we go <laughs> live, if we go face-to-face, -face, you'll see who's the darkest. I think you are the darkest on that one for sure. No, I yeah. think I do. I need to get a live for sure. I'm gonna have to I'll get one of those. Up. I'll hook you up. Uh, oh I'll shit! Let's get the last in. Like I will show you where to get one. Not uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, thought you yeah. had love for me. Like that. I was like, damn, my boy. Nah, you know, nah, the birthday nah, is nah. coming up. But if you're interested, you know, just saying, you know. Hey, my birthday is coming up in hey, nine days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just but saying. what do you need? What do you need? <laughs> Maybe it's the hat. I, need I can take it off. You know. Maybe it's the hat. No, you good. You good. Why? You... No, dude, leave the hat on it. So mm, there you go. Better. I'll, t I'll take it off. Fuck it. There you go. But no, dude, like like I would say, I would just say, you know, just I think in general, yeah. overall, sometimes, you know, you know, there is men out there that they don't do that shit. And I don't respect the man that puts hand on a woman. Like, I agree. You know, you have to put your cir circumstances and really put, dude, I can imagine how frustrating it could be, you know, and I'm not going to bring any topic about that, but I, I know what it's like to be put in a situation like that because, it takes a lot for a man to get pushed the buttons to a limit. There gets a point on your life where you just yeah. kind of like, you know what, I'm about to explode, and this is not going to be great. So, no, and you, and as a man, I have to say that I have walked away many, many times of situations where like 
Yeah. A girl try to put her hands on me and I have to walk away. Oh, and no so kidding. I'm like, yeah, do it. Like, first of all, I remember in high school, some girl fucking punched me and I was like, don't fucking do that shit again. Because I think like at that point, I was like ready to throw down with a fucking girl. But um, but I was like, nah, I'm gonna keep my cool. Like it takes a lot, a lot. And I understand that it takes a lot to have that switch and say, fuck, no, I'm not gonna throw hands or anything. And then mm-hmm. I. And then there's other situations where I have to hold the girl back and be like, I couldn't even hold her back through her chest where like, oh, damn, sexual harassment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have to like hold her back through her stomach and just push her like hold her back in that way, you know? No, and it makes sense, bro, because it's like I say, you know, in any kind of cir- circumstances like that, you know, and yeah. even though. The way I see it is even though if you kind of put yourself in a situation where, you know, the woman started kind of being abusive, mm-hmm. the moment you put your hands on that person, I think that's when the tables turn around. Yeah. And you know, I think it also goes for the men, too, when the men yeah. start being abusive mentally and physically. You know, I, I think just because you don't put your hands on a woman doesn't mean you're not abusing her mentally. You know, you probably are are saying like. Because eventually you get to know your girl pretty well, right? Right. And let's say you're dating. I don't know. How how long did you and your ex date it for? Just give me another. 11 years. 11 years? Mm-hmm. So 11 years, I'm sure, like, you both know each other's secret. And let's say, like, she goes and tells you and rubs it in your face, like, how dirty of a secret, like, whatever dirty secret you had. See and, and and rubs it in your face, and that's where like, yo, why you gotta hit low like that? You know, and that's that's what I'm saying. I f- I feel like in my situation, I'm gonna put myself an example out there, and I'll put myself out there for that example. I you think there's a point of your life. Wait, wait, you- wait, wait. Before you do, make sure you, uh, if you don't want to say anything, don't say it. No, no, no. I'm just gonna go with very basic as possible. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it gets to a point that you know, in your life, that you're trying to help somebody else to become a better person for themselves. You completely forget about yourself. And then you're the dumbass. And I'm going to call that shit because that's how I feel. You're the dumbass that stuck around. and Somebody didn't want to change themselves. And you can't help somebody change who they want to be. Mm-hmm. It gets to a point that, you know, they, it, it gets serious. Any kind of frustrations, whatever the situation is, whatever the problem is, you know, whatever the circumstances may be, it makes things more difficult. Then it gets to another point, another level. When you start disrespecting each other. Yeah. That is, to me, that should be the ultimate stop. You're done. Get the fuck out. That's mm-hmm. what you need to get out because there's no turning back onto that. If, when the moment that happens and you both disrespect each other, this is where you can pro- guarantee this. The red flags will come in and the things will go way down south from there. Yeah, you know, definitely. And, and then that's something that I like. That's that's all I wanted to bring up because, like I said, it's, there's so much things that you can experience from your partner. Even though you've been with somebody for so long, you will never get to know your partner to the fullest. And like you said, Rafa. They will hit you at the lowest point of your life where you say something that's really affect you and it affects you mentally, emotionally, and everything. And they say that to you. That's when you know that's when you draw the line. And um, yeah, you never say shit like that. No matter what, you, you're wrong for saying shit like that. Don't ever. Don't be, don't get, don't be that person that had to be prideful and say, well, you know why you're telling me this? I'm going to tell you this fucking other shit. Yeah. This is how it's done. You know, no, don't, don't be that person. Don't, don't do that shit. That's just, that's yeah, immature. That's, that's stupid. That's childish shit. You know, mm-hmm. 
is childish. There's no communications there. You don't communicate anything. You're making assumptions and everything. You don't trust somebody. Then what the fuck are you doing? You know, it's just childish shit. So my personal recommendation to you that if the moment that happens, that's when things go down south. Yeah. And you lost respect for somebody at that point. And then when you do that, then it just kind of walk away and you decide to go, you know what? It's time for me to move on mm-hmm. and, you know, grab your pair guys grab a pair of nuts and just walk away ladies you know hold those ladies ovaries, you know, ladies walk away yeah. i mean i, I don't be think, that person we, do you feel like we have a share of friendships that we see like they're in an abusive relationship at some point <clears throat> i can't say that i've been in I mean, i seen friends like that but i mean i mean based on my experience from my previous story you know what i see from people and, I, and the people that actually know my previous life stories mm-hmm. and there's times where i actually call them out and say bro this reminds me of my shit you know like like you what you're doing friends. like hey do yeah. you see the red flags do you yeah, like it's time to get out or yeah. something you know yeah. it's like the whole you know like you said snitches get stitches you know in, in that situation at this point you know and if it gets to the point where it's very physical and you can't control and this is the first time i know be the biggest thing but once it continues to be repetitive mm. that's when the problem comes could be worse that could be a lot worse and that's when so, you know it's, it's not a snitch you're protecting yourself by calling the police and say you know what yeah it's crazy ass out of my house because i can't deal with this shit you know and People may say you don't have them. That's fine. Think whatever you want to think. But you know what? I prefer to do it this way instead of actually me hurting somebody or getting losing my mind or something because I can yeah. do something to damage her. Even just a little push. I push her. She Fuck falls. Yeah. She gets hurt. That shit, shit. turns on real quick. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, yeah. And that's that's the thing. Though. Like relationships like that, when the shit gets out of hand like that, in my personal opinion, like I said, if you get to a point where you can't respect one another, you better Walk watch out. out. Yeah. Walk out because that's that's my that's my red flag right there, and believe it or not, that's where I'm like, you know what, that shit happens, I'm out, never doing that shit in my life again. So yeah, I I had my share of walking out moments too. I had to walk out of a relationship because it was starting to get abusive mentally and physically, and I was like, no, dude, like I, I'm done, like I'm not, I'm walking out, like yeah, no matter how good that is, I'm walking out. <laughs> It, you know what I mean, he, here's another thing too, though. You know, I feel like a lot of people don't want to get out of relationships like that because they've been with somebody for so long. Ooh, but again, walk out. Why? Just walk out. Yo, it's okay yo, to be by yourself, single right man. now. You let me tell you something, guys. Shakira is single. She's looking for somebody. Yeah, like walk <laughs> out of the one that you're in yeah. and. and Try to hit up with Shakira and see what's up. Yeah, I mean, but remember, she's looking for status. Remember status. That. She ain't hey, gonna be looking dude. for no, no, no peasants. So, and, and like I was telling you over the text, like me and Erwin, we were texting her earlier, <laughs> and I was telling him, "What if she lies? What if she lies about the the number the the counts?" Because there was a, a meme you actually share that says like there was this person interviewing girl uh, people on the street and asking what's their body count. This girl's just like, oh, I think it's like 150 or 200. And it's like, damn. It's like, what if she lying, though? What if, like, that girl is literally trying to push people away or not wanting to do anything with that person? And so they lie about a high number like that. Or they say, oh, I only have five. But then in reality, they had like 150. Does that make sense? 
like the meme that I sent you earlier about that girl that were asking her the questions, what's your body count? It was like 150, maybe 200. I was like, yeah. Dude, so, exactly. What if she lying? What is she lying? What is she doing it for the, <laughs> for the gram? What is she doing it for the gram? I mean, whatever works. I mean, don't take me wrong. The girl was gorgeous as fuck. Yeah. I mean, I sent a couple of people. I, I did send it to a couple of people, and, and they were like telling me like, I still you be still the 201. That. I'll be the 201. I'm like, fuck, dog. You, you. I'll either be one, 151 or 201. I'll be 151. <laughs> I'll be one the waiting list with no problems. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I see, mean, handle that on, shit, bro. In that scenario, I'll be like, yo, you gotta <laughs> yo, we both going to the doctor and get ourselves checked, and then we can do it. But yeah, um, yeah, I was uh I was telling this kid over here. Over here, this kid right here. Me. I'm a kid now. I'm a real boy. <laughs> I'm a kid now. Yeah, uh, that kid right there. Uh, I was telling him, like, yo, it, it could be like, what if what if the person lies? What what if? Like, have you lied about your number before? And I'm what talking number? about back in high school shit. What do you mean my number? Well shit. Like, I'm sure in high school, uh, we had to lie about if we were virgins or not. Like, did you remember back in the day shit like that? Like, it could be something innocent. I'm not saying lie about count number. Like, if if you would have said, oh, back if you back in high school, you would have said like, my body count is twenty. Everybody <laughs> will lie off at you, bro. I don't honestly, and to be honest with you, I don't think. I mean, we went to high school together, bro. Yeah, I don't we did. think we did ask any of those questions. I mean, you remember Mario Flores? You remember Mario Flores, right? You keep mentioning him, man. Yeah, you I, remember he I was actually one of the first ones that remember him. Yeah, we remember Josh Langarinka, Mario Flores. Okay, Mario Flores. I think he used to live like a crowd, like literally across right behind from the high school. Uh, high school. Yep, literally right behind yeah. the school. So yeah. I remember going to his house once. So, yeah. I, those days were wild, man. High school days in that house, bro. Oof. Good old times, that's for sure. You know, <laughs> for, for those, those who don't know, <laughs> this dude is about to snitch on himself. Like nah, he never, he never, 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 uh, never, 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 no, 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 no. They were just Ma- good times. Mario, uh, Mario Flores' mom is like, so see me, you were sloughing. <laughs> like, yo, dude. what the hell? You know what I mean? No, his mom was hella dope, bro. His mom didn't care about shit, bro. We were just doing uh, little things out there, you know. But Mario I'm Flores just... actually was one of one of my very one of my very first guests on my one of the episodes that we started here when we was actually just basic as it possibly could be. Uh we was I was talking about uh you know uh, suicide prevention in a month. Mm-hmm. It was that time when we talked with him. Go but, check out that podcast. Yeah, that, that one's actually in the audio. You actually have to either look it up on Spotify or you have to look it up on Apple Podcasts. I don't have the video for that one yet. What? But yeah, because we didn't have the videos. We didn't have any videos at the time. I thought you sent me a recording, though. Uh, it was an actual TikTok. He recorded his TikTok page. So he actually has oh. it on his TikTok page that episode alone. Shit, hold on uh, then. <laughs> let me see if it... Dan, you want to show everybody the TikTok? Well, uh, yeah, we got to share... like. It, shit like this is very important to communicate with everybody you know and so yeah. and, is, and that story was actually pretty good guys if you do hear that story uh just a little heads up it is a little know. bit different let's see what is his thing under mario flores right thing right here that's him Let, that's him yep that's his him holy hell that's him do he has a book wow so his name on tiktok is at moe underscore flow 89 
That's him. He actually did post it on video. Okay, let me find. Oh, he's right here, actually. If I, I'll send it to you right now, Rafa. Okay. Jesus, that video has over 2,000 views. Wow. That's insane. I'll send here, it to you. I'm not... Oh, shit, no. Not that one. Damn. Share my screen. Here you go, Rafa. I'll send it to you right now. Okay. Damn. Via text? Yeah, I just sent it to you the text message. Jesus Christ, that's forever ago. So we can't really hear that good, but he made that video clip really quick. We get about over 2,000 views on that one, and I still can't um, get enough of that one. Bro, that's Mario Lopez? That's Flores. Oh, Flores? That's Mario now. Bro, he changed. Oh, yeah. I don't recognize him at all. <laughs> that video was actually filmed back in uh, October 26, 2021. That's when that video was filmed, and, um, you know... Buddy, if you hear out the this episode, dude, bro. Right here? Yeah, it's him. Okay. That is Mario. Actually, I'm going to hit the fellow. Wait, yes, me... This is the this one, right? Yes, you got to scroll down. And right there. Right here. That's the one. That is okay. the video that we, that was one of my very first guests in the podcast. This is how you guys want to know. This is where we started our very first podcast. Um, the Me and him, actually, he was one of my first guests. This is back in the days. And the quality was not that great. We had like an actual camera recorder. Um, and you know, the system we're using, which is using headphones, as you can see, it wasn't the greatest thing. But I'm gonna mute this because I can barely hear you. Yeah, <laughs> like I can hear is so that's the one thing I want to work on on making sure that if whenever I share like a video or something or like an audio, I can actually share it with you guys and we all can hear it at the same time. So I'm trying to figure that out with this software here. But for right now, unfortunately, I will just show you the clip. Uh, but it's pretty dude. He the I do not recognize him, dude. I know. He seems so different now, huh? <laughs> Fuck yeah, he does, yeah. dude. Yeah, so for those of you guys don't know about that episode, I'll, I'll make a quick debrief about him, you know. But if you guys want to know more about it, just that one, like I said, that's also available in audio. I don't have an actual video like we have now. Mm-hmm. But that video actually, we sp- spent about an hour. Life. Just kidding. We spent about an hour, roughly, with uh, with him and stuff like that. And it was uh, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Um, but yeah, no. Now, now the dude is actually married. He's um, he's doing good. So I haven't actually heard from him for a minute. But he's been actually been asking me last time I talked to him. He wants to kind of come back and do this again. So I have to reach out to him again. So. But yeah, yeah, back- dude. It, like <laughs> when I see him like this. He sort of look. He just got so buff because yeah, I remember in, in military, high school. Bro. I remember in military. high school he was skinnier than I was, and I was like yeah, one thirty five. Yeah, he was little. Yeah, I was one thirty five back in the day, and he was li- a little than me. So I was like, "Shit, dude, you got buff as fuck." Yeah, he got pretty big. Um, he got pretty big, and uh, like I said, he's doing better. So last time I talked to him, he, you know, that day oh, actually, good. he actually bought some lunch that day. He's like, hey, man, I'm going to get some lunch. Stopped by my apartment that time, and we're just kind of chilling, you know, and it was chill. So, but yeah, it was uh, definitely a good episode out there to watch with him and yeah. uh, had a conversation. with. Him. Like I said, the audio was not the greatest, but it's actually now that I'm grateful now for the stuff I have, the equipment, mm-hmm. it's a lot better, but we're still working on more better equipment than that, so. Definitely. What else you have in mind, huh? What else you want to talk about today, huh? Let's hear this. Well, 
I mean, there's one more thing I gotta mention. Maybe you want, might not like it, but you know what that means. What do you have? Your LeBron James got injured. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, LeBron James got injured, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, we also talked. We also talked about Russell Westbrook going to the LA Clippers already. Yes, um, we did. How, how do you see him? How do you see him play? Or you know, his first game, his debut with when he actually lost to the Kings, he did really fucking good, bro. He did really yeah. good. I feel like uh, a lot of the thing has kind of been with him. He and it's weird because he did say back in 2021, it's like, would you go play for the Clippers? He said, hell, hell no, nah. you know. And he ended up going to the Clippers, which I thought was funny as shit. But that's but, the thing, though. Like, that literally gives you evidence of, like, never say never. You I mean, that's the way I mean? it should work, right? That's the way it should be. That's the way. I think you got to keep your mind open and your doors open for anything, you know, especially when you're a professional athlete, you know. Being an athlete like that, I think you have the opportunity to expand and to kind of mm -hmm. go everything. Even with him, how his career has been, he's played with, what, like, six different teams in, what, 14 years? Or something but, like that? No, dude. Yeah, look, he started no, no, with no, them. No. So, but, yeah. like, yeah, he he got drafted by the Supersonics, or right. was it OKC at that time? It was the Supersonics when they went to – it was during that same year transition. Yeah, so same, they make yeah, it same, same year, year. transition. Okay. Went to Oklahoma. Then after Oklahoma, he got traded to uh, – Oklahoma got traded to the Rockets. To the From Rockets. the Rockets, he got traded to Washington Wizards. He renew his contract with the Washington Wizards, and then he moved to LA. No, there's something. There's somebody else there. There has to be. Oh, maybe time. Ah, oh, fuck. No, you know, you know what? You're right. Hold on. You're right. So it is. It, it was no, Oklahoma, Houston, Wizards, Lakers, Clippers. Fuck you, <laughs> man. <laughs> hey, oh, that's the thing God. about barbershop talk, man. Like sometimes. Uh, we get shit wrong, but here it is. Uh, <laughs> See, he was with the OKC, KC. then Rockets, Houston. then Washington, Washington. LA, that. Lakers, and then the Clippers. See, okay, so there you go. Boom. I don't know. I mean, like I said, he everybody Useless seems information to be in my head. <laughs> yeah, he should be. He should be okay with that. I mean, he should be overall. He seems to be okay mm -hmm. playing with the Clippers. I mean, shit, you know. But my biggest thing is the LeBron injury. I'm not yeah. too sure what happened, but he said something. He felt something pop. Uh, so it, it's kind of scary because now they, I guess they saw him today earlier today walking into Staples Center with an actual walking boot. They're estimating he wouldn't be about approximately two weeks, is what they're estimating, which is a, quite a bit of time. But they're saying he's out indefinitely. So yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it does suck, man. It does suck. No, listen. Um, all jokes aside, I, I wish I don't. I do not wish anything bad happened to any of the players because, I mean, shit. That's. Um, I don't like to. Uh, right. First of all, second of all, um, LeBron James did made a, st a statement earlier before he got injured, like uh, after the uh, trade day, trade day, trade deadline. The trade deadline. Uh, I promise I can talk. <laughs> that this last few games is very critical for him to make it to the playoff. And now that he has like a good uh, core within the Lakers, a good source of players that they can contribute 
the way he wants to. Um, it's very unfortunate that he got injured. So I hope him, I wish him a speedy recovery and hopefully he feels better and come back sooner than later, you know? Uh, but right now we have the Jazz playing against the Spurs in the second quarter. Uh, with three minutes left, the Jazz are losing by five points. Then <laughs> the Nets lost against the Bucks. But can we expect the Nets to be on the playoffs? Uh, after after what's going on with all the trades and everything that happened, I think they're going through like a whole rebuilding stage. Mm -hmm. So I think, I mean, you you really can't expect anything from that end. So I think it's just going to be more than likely they might make it the last couple rounds, maybe the last uh -huh. team to make it. But you maybe never know. from uh, A seed all the way to 10? Yeah, I probably think I'm, I'm thinking 10. I'll take it with 10 for sure. Okay. So let me pull it up right now. Yeah, right now they're on sixth place. Uh, and they have been losing three in a row. So make your fourth coming up. <laughs> yeah, four, four with this one. Oh, so shit. I can see them dropping down for sure. Miami going up. So another news is uh, now that I look at it right there, um, the Atlanta Hawks signed uh, Quinn Snyder for five year, a five year deal. What's your thoughts on that? I think the coaching system with with the Hawks, from what I was understanding, was a little problem between Trey Young and a couple of staff members in there too. I think they remove. I think the Hawks were kind of more focused about Trey Young because he's such a young player, you know, and they wanted to kind of be building around the guy, you know. So, the direction they went with uh, with that, I think it was pretty good. I think that you know having uh, uh, Quinn Snyder out there, he's a great coach, so mm -hmm. he's definitely going to bring bring more of a momentum for them. So. I do think it's going to be work it, uh, worth it for them. And just it's going to just take time you know, to figure things out. So hopefully wish them best for them. And then with the Jazz Spurs, the Spurs Jazz game, you have to, you forgot to mention that Sex, uh, Saxton and uh, Clarkson were both out for tonight's game. So Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. They're yeah. not playing today. They're guys. not playing at all. Sorry. I don't have that stats like right here in front of me. So I will tend to yeah, forget Mr. about Google looking at everything. Mr. Google everything. Hey, man. My bad. Uh, then we also have the Nuggets versus the Rockets. Uh, there are only two minutes left in the fourth quarter, and the Nuggets are dominating by uh, close to 20 points. Do you think the Nuggets are for real, though? you think the huh? Nuggets are actually for real? They're the number one seed right now in the West. Are they? Yes, sir. Number one oh, seed in the West. Oh, they are. Well, yes, sir. I mean, we, we have seen it before where, like, the number one seed sometimes they don't win the – they don't go to the finals. Uh, we noticed it with the with the Utah Jazz. Yeah, but they the Nuggets, were the Nuggets choke, bro. They always choke. They do. Uh, maybe, I maybe mean, not. I mean, I mean shit, hmm. we'll see. Yeah, that's um, true. Right now, they have a really strong... Um, I honestly feel like they have a strong backcourt with uh, Aaron Gordon. Is it Aaron Gordon? No, Aaron Gordon plays with the Rockets, bro. No, no wait, no. correction, the Clippers. No, the dunk contest, Mr. 50. Forgot his name. Um, who are you talking Are you talking about the Nuggets? Or who are you talking about? The Nuggets, yeah. So, oh, shit. They have DeAndre Jordan. Okay, that's a good one. They have Nikola Jokic. And Aaron the Gordon. guy that I'm talking uh, about. Aaron Gordon. That's who you're talking about. Aaron Gordon, yeah. Okay. It is Aaron Gordon. Yeah. A-A-Ron Gordon. A-Ron. A-A-Ron. 
So I think like Aaron and hey, uh, is Jamal Joe Murray is, back? What, what? I don't know, dude. He's been right in there. there for a minute, right? Click on him. Oh yeah, he's back. He's back. Oh, okay. He's back. So yeah, that's that's the answer. That proves a lot. That's the reason why they're probably kicking ass. Okay, right. cool. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that explains. That explains. That makes it reasonable. Reasonable. Let's go. Let's go. And what do you think about the Golden State? Uh, I think uh, Steph Curry got it. Uh, got it. Another injury. Uh, do you think they're gonna be okay on the seventh seed, or do you think they're move? They're gonna move up, down. What do you think? See, I can't really underestimate Golden State because last year they had a lot of injuries and they came back and won the championship. So, uh, wait, what? Yeah, Who Golden did? State last year was a lot of injuries. Oh yeah, and they came back they and were won last the last seed too. Like Somewhere the year there. before that, they were like the, the bottom of it. Yeah, they were in the top. They were not in the top for sure. And then they came back and turned everything around. And Clay Thompson came back. You know, yeah. Raymond Green was stacking. Steph Curry was killing it. Jordan Poole showed up. A lot of the players that you know that you underestimated there, you know, people that were underestimating them, they came out strong. Even Gary Payton's uh, son was actually stepped up to the plates, you know, and. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Like I said, I think the the team itself is a pretty good team, so I can't really underestimate them. I feel like they're going to come back stronger since they already have the experience in the playoffs. That being said, I think you know just got to give it the time and the frame where everything comes on board and just go from there and see where it goes from that point on. So, yeah, as you can see here, they were third place and they won it. Yeah, and well, they came back strong. They they came back. They came back really strong. Yeah, at the, and in at the, the year before strong. that, they were like, <laughs> oh, they were eighth. Yeah, they didn't maybe the one before, before that. that, 2020. Yeah, they were last place, number 15. So two years ago, they were like on the bottom because Clayton Thompson was still injured with his knee injury. Then Steph Curry got injured, and then uh, the only one left was Draymond Green uh, as a soup, uh, as the star that he is for the Golden State Warriors, and he couldn't do anything about it, and so they they only barely made it i mean uh, you can see obviously here with the stats so but are you surprised about the kings being third place though not at all no i told you that team was i told you this before we talked about this before this we talked about that how that team was actually going to be stacked they have a lot of young talents and they're really good so i think mm. the only ones they have that's kind of older on that team i think is a, what was his name harrison barnes I think that's the oldest player they have in there, probably. No, actually, Matthew De La Benova. He's the oldest? He's the oldest with 32 years old. Harrison Barnes is 30, and everybody what? else is 29 and under. That's insane. But yeah, yeah man, they have a good team. So I'm, not, I'm really not surprised the way they are. And look at their salary, dude. It's not a ridiculous amount of money. Oh, uh, let's take a look. Salary, 28 million for... Uh, the AA Ron Fox. He's good. He's really he, good. Yeah, he was an all star, dude. Yeah, he's really good. No, like, there's a reason he's an all star. So, yes, sir. Uh, let's take a look what else. So, the Kings are actually winning uh, against the Thunders 102 98. Then we have the Pacers versus Mavericks. Their uh, Pacers are winning 75 68 with eight minutes left on the third quarter. Wow. And then at 8 p.m., we have two games. We have the Trailblazers versus the Warriors. And mm. then we have the Timberlands versus the Clippers. The who? 
Oh, uh, the Timberwolves. Uh, Timberwolves. <laughs> I think bad. you said Timberlands. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I did say Timberlands. My bad. <laughs> Timberlands. <laughs> like that's a t- like that. <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. Bro, what the fuck's wrong with you today? <laughs> hey, dude, it's like I'm late for the show. I know. I can barely I know, say I trade deadline, <laughs> and I guess it's the Timberlands, not the Timberwolf. So new poster <laughs> coming soon. Uh. Then we already have a few games that ended the uh, the Wizards versus the Hawks. Wizards winning by three points against the Hawks at one nineteen. Then we have the the Bulls versus the Raptors. Raptors mm-hmm. winning one hundred four to ninety eight. Lakers lost against the the Grizzlies one uh, one twenty one versus one hundred nine. Yeah, you know that's the, that's the thing right now with the Lakers, bro. Like, hate or love it, Laker fans. I'm sorry to say this, but hate or love it. This is going to be proving the point for you Laker fans that still don't like the LeBron James. Here's my proving my point right here. I mean, I know he can't win at all, but I'm sorry. Without him, you guys. Yeah. It's a different ballpark. I'm sorry to say that, but you got to admit that. Mm-hmm. Him being out, it's a huge difference. It's not the same thing. So you got to yeah, really definitely. think about that. So. <clears throat> definitely, definitely. But yeah, man. I mean, as you can see here, we... We definitely have good matches going on, and it, it does suck about LeBron James getting injured. Um, I, I kind of like how the Hawks sign up Quinn Snyder. I thought for sure Quinn Snyder was going to go for the San Antonio Spurs because he did uh, grow under Popovich uh, umbrella. He's one of the coaching staff under him, and so it's kind of surprising, but hey, not like shocking that he went to another team of course he was going to come back and we will see because the way he handled uh the way quinn snyder handled the utah jazz with the superstar uh caliber like donovan mitchum and uh, and i wouldn't say rudy gobert was a superstar but he was technically utah superstar or starter i should say um the way he handled the situation the drama behind the locker room and all that stuff i i don't know how he's going to be handling trey young if trey young is going to be traded or not it's a it's going to be one of those things where we have to watch and see but what is your prediction do you think that trey young is going to stay or go i don't think he because i think i think quinn snyder kind of of developed players to the young age you know and i think trey young is what third and fourth year in the season somewhere around there um, you think Quinn Snyder develops player? I think he, yeah, because think about it. You know, Quinn Snyder had he was already the coach when you know Donovan Mitchell was in. Yeah, yeah, but you know, and he came in. If not, he came in right on. But I don't that, think. You know? <clears throat> but I don't think he developed uh, Donovan Mitchell. I think Donovan Mitchell had role models like Dwayne Wade and. But Dwayne Wade came in two years after. I mean, he came no, in two no, no, years no. ago. That's what I'm saying, you know. Just... But even during the draft, they were comparing him to Dwayne Wade, and so he was like, "Fuck! If you're gonna compare my game with him, let me contact him." Yeah, I don't know. And... I just feel like Dan, uh, you know, Quinn Snyder does have some kind of better kind of way to work around with young players. I think the fact, as long as the Falcons, you know, that kind uh, of Hawks Falcons, are, sorry, the Atlanta hey, Hawks, hey, Falcons. <laughs> I mean, sorry, we got the Timberlakes versus the Falcons coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude. <laughs> um, I just think overall, um, mm-hmm. 
just got to give him the time. You got to give him the time to develop and see where it comes out from there and see where it goes from from that point. I mean, the team has a really good team. They're young, you know, and like right now, for example, you're telling me to trust that, uh, you know, like uh, what's his name? Danny H right now. I'm not really trusting him at the moment. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I guess we'll see what happens when the ball gets rolling and see what comes out or what ends up happening. And just in general, I think that, Dan, you know, like Quinn Snyder is a complete different kind of caliber coach. Just like you said, he grew up under, you know, Popovich, you know, his, you know, as a coaching. And Popovich has been a great coach in the league. I think he's actually, Phil Jackson to me was number one coach. And then Popovich would be considered second to me, one of the greatest coaches. Phil Jackson, because, you know, he did it with, you know, the Lakers and, I mean, the Bulls and the Lakers. And mm-hmm. Popovich has done it with the Spurs. But I think any coach that kind of develops himself with players like that or coaches like that under his wing, you know, they get to learn a lot of things. And just the fact that he's able to maneuver yeah. that, just give him the chance, you know, give him the chance and try to see where it goes from there and see what comes out and, and makes things easier for them. So I just think you, you just got to be patient. You know, you're bringing a coach halfway through the season. So it might not be enough to make the change that you want to, mm-hmm. but by next year, I'm sure something will come out and something will be better, you know? But see, my opinion is that I think I do trust on Danny Ainge just a tiny bit, but I'm not like blindly trusting him. But look at what he got us. He so far he got us 15 uh future draft picks. And let me go ahead and show you here for 2023. We have our own 2023 first pick, oh. least favorable first round pick between Houston, Brooklyn, and Philly. And you know Houston Rockets are on the bottom of the table. So that's going to be a great fucking pick right there. Minnesota unprotected 2023 first round pick from uh from Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. And then Jazz owns uh the Hornets second round pick for Eliha Huge. Huge. Then Huge. for the next year, the Jazz owns uh OKC's first round pick protected 1 1 to 10. For Derek Favors, then the pick is protected one through ten in 2025 and 2026. I guess we'll have to see. You know, like 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 I said, I just kind of want to, mm-hmm. you know, like Yo, people want trust- so many. Yeah, there's so many of them. You know, and just in general, just mm-hmm. I guess you have to see what comes out. What's the benefit of the doubt with that, or what comes in and in the chemistry? I just think that nowadays with the NBA, there's a lot of things that like superstars and superstar teams, you know, and, you know, just the comments that you get here from people that, you know, the all-star weekend here happened, you know, people, you know, society like to get into people's heads and say, you know, this is how it should be. And this is what this place is like, you know, in reality, it's not nothing like that, you know, but I mean, I guess we'll, we'll have to find out and what are the preparations will be coming across with anything based on the draft. So Listen, I think we have a total of uh, the Jazz owns 15 total fi- uh, first round picks. I think that's a great future for the Jazz. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll have and to see what comes out, you know. No, I, I agree. But the thing is, is that with Danny Ainge as a general manager, mm-hmm. I think what we need to focus on is that we're no longer going to be making the huge mistakes like we did on the past. Well, I if hope not. Sense. But I hope not. So because see what happens, you know. That yeah. just 
let's see what happens, what it comes out. And like I said, I just kind of want to throw that out. I wanted to throw that out there and see, you know, where mm-hmm. it's going to come out to. If it's going to come out to something positive and something good that you're actually going to be able to rely. As they've been saying, you know, we're going to keep this young team playing around. Great. Yeah. But you really have um, to be developing on that. That's something that I think you guys have to be more, more understandable, more comprehended on how everything's going to work. And yeah. there's a lot of draft picks, for example, that like we could have landed at Devin Booker. We could have landed, you know, Jason Tatum. We could have landed all these players in the past, you know, because we no, were look, ahead of them, you know, but... I'll give you an example right here. Um, <clears throat> the Utah Jazz selected uh, Rooney Brewer. Rooney Brewer. Yeah. But look who were behind him. Uh, Rancho Rondo. Kyle Lowry. Oh Kyle Lowry. And then, uh, of course, we pick uh, Paul, Paul Millsap. But mm. even before him, there was notable undrafted players. Of course. And then CJ Watson. Um, and so and so many other players in here that we have. Yeah, and, I know. Uh, Jose uh, Barea. Jose Juan Barea. Yeah, he was, he was a champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before That's what I'm telling you, bro. It's just ah, so whoa, 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 whoa. Relax. Hey, relax. hey, relax. Just relax. saying, he was a champion before LeBron. Just saying, but see, and then we can go to the following year. We pick Morris Almond. <laughs> and oh we skip on Mark uh, Gasol. Mm-hmm. And so, see, this is what I'm saying. This is how you're not making any better. <laughs> the following year, 2018, uh, 2008. Of course, we're not gonna pick Darius Rose, but if we scroll nice. down to see where the Jazz pick, number 23. Oh my God, Costa Kufos. Costa Kufos. We could have picked DeAndre Jordan. We could have picked Goran Dragic. Wait, what is it? Goran Dragic. Dro- uh, yeah, Dragic. Whatever. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's wrong with my Joe Crawford, too. Dude, you're done. I don't want to see this no more. Let's see, go this, to this 2009. This is why I don't want to see this no more. I, I love Lord. doing this shit. No, this I love doing dumb. this shit. This is the shit I'm telling you. You just pick Eric Mainer. And we skipped on... You already Actually, skipped a whole no. list. You skipped a whole good team. Yeah, I just uh, look Patrick oh, Beverly. Dude. There was one of them. Taja Gibson. That's another good one. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, Taja Gibson. Darren oh, Collinson. Sure. You skipped him too. Oh my lord. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. You're you're done. <laughs> you're let's done. go ahead and you're go done. to 2010. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh my god. 2010. Let's go. Okay. okay. Uh, let's take a look here. Who do we have? Where's the Jazz pick? Number fifty-five? No, <laughs> right here. Number number nine. We pick Gordon over oh, Paul George. Oh my fucking god! Over oh, Paul George. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Would you have Paul George or uh, Gordon Hayward? Is that a fucking serious question? No. Like, are you being for real right now? Dude, yeah, you would pick Eric uh, Bledsoe. You let him go to Avery, uh, Avery Bradley. Another one too. That you let go. Ooh. Oh, oh shit! Keep going. Keep going. Keep Let's going. Let's see. Who will your favorite Booker? He was ah, decent. He played he with the Jazz, okay. anyways. Uh, was, yeah. Jordan Crawford. Wait, Jordan Crawford. Jordan. Nah. Jamal. 
Oh, Jamal. Okay, now. No. Yeah, and then number 55. Oh, my gosh. Whiteside was a pick, too, way before that, too. Jer we That's picked it. up Jeremy Evans. Great. Oh, yeah, Jeremy Evans was here, which he's playing somewhere. You're and... done. <laughs> You're not making this any better. See, this Why is exactly I'm not... what I'm saying. Okay, this is where the Utah Jazz had the third pick. The third pick. Third. And we pick Ennis Cantor. Over Tristan Thompson. Over Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker. Oh, over my gosh. Clay Thompson. Thompson. <laughs> You're done. Kawhi Leonard. You're fucking done. Nicholas. You're fucking I, done, I mean, bro. I will pick Kawhi Leonard. Dude. You're I done. will go back in time and tell him to not pick that guy. Pick Kawhi Leonard. Okay, you're done, please. Jimmy. Jimmy oh my God. Da, I'm done. No, no, no. Wait, I'm, wait, wait. I'm done, dude. Let me let me show you this. We have I'm the done. third pick that year. Yeah, I know. And then we have the number 12 pick. And, yeah, so no. we could have Kawhi Leonard uh -huh. and Jimmy Butler. <laughs> you imagine that superstar team we would nah, have? Can you imagine? No, I can only imagine because that's how that's how I don't trust this. Stuff. So okay, so all these picks that I just mentioned. They were under before Danny Ainge. If yeah. we go back to what, because Danny Ainge was with the Boston Celtics, right? Um, if we, we go back, do... yeah, let's go back and see what the Boston Celtics pick. Randy Foy, uh, Foy, and then was he? Wait, let me look at this. Danny Ainge, and let's take a look. What year for what year he was in the Boston on the Celtics. Boston Celtics mm. as a player he was in the Boston Celtics and Sacramento Portland Trail Blazers and then ended his career as a player with the Phoenix Sun. Then as a coach he was with the Phoenix Sun from '96 to '99. So as an mm. executive, where in the fuck is? The executive. Oh, by the way, I didn't realize this, but he was in BYU. Hmm. That's why he came to Utah. I didn't know that either. I just realized that uh, when I was researching him, I was like, oh, he's from BYU. Shit. So let's take a <clears throat> let's take a look here. Where in the fuck? He played baseball? MLB? Apparently. For the Toronto Blu-ray? Oh, shit. All right, so let's take a coach executive. In twenty in two thousand and three, he was hired as an executive of basketball. Okay, so three years in, he picked uh, Randy Foy, which I don't know if it was a good pick or not. It was decent, but then look at the pick he picked, Roger Rondo, because the Phoenix picked him, but from LA Laker via Boston, and Atlanta traded back to Boston. So that was a good pick that he did right there. And let's not forget that after that, on 20, uh, 2007, the Boston Celtics select Jeff Green. He was decent. Um, but uh, what's it called? I don't know. Will you? Do you have any other picks in there that you would have picked besides Jeff Green? Any names pop out? Tate is, Tate is Young would have been one. 
Tate is young, I would have been one. Tate is young, I would have actually taken him in for myself. Um, what do we say here that we have? We have Morris Allman, <laughs> and we say that we skip over who? I'm done, dude. I'm not even going to look at that. Oh, stuff. Marco Sol. We could have picked. I guess he could have picked Marco Sol. Mm, I guess. I but what's the reason he didn't? But there's a reason because in 2008, I believe that's when he won against the Lakers. As an executive, 2008, he won the uh, the championship. Yeah. And in that year, for 2008 picks, let's take a look. Who the Boston Celtics select? I don't see Celtics anywhere. I think they got some kind of traits in there. That's why they didn't get that out year for some reason. I don't remember what happened. I think it was the year when they actually got Kevin Garnett and they got Ray Allen or something like that, if I remember correctly. No, they already had him at that time. Kevin Garnett? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, think they gave, I think they gave some traits. J.R. Giddon. And they could have picked DeAndre Jordan. I don't think they or, needed a height, bro. I don't think they, I don't think they needed a height of a player. No, I think they just need like a smaller point guard type of thing, you know, like a shooting guard. Yeah. Okay, but no, because the shooting guard. So if you think about it, uh, Rondo was the point guard, mm-hmm. and then followed by the shooting guard was uh, Allen. Yep. Yep. And then, uh, after Allen, then you have Paul Pierce. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Garnett. And <laughs> wait, did I say his name right? Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett. Yeah, Kevin Garnett. Okay. Man, you laugh like I said it wrong, dude. Get the <laughs> no. fuck out of here! And I'm be like messing up my words. So, <laughs> so I'm looking here at the trades, and I'm seeing like he did pretty good. And let's not forget that the Boston Celtics made the finals just recently. Under Danny Ainge uh, staff. Yes. Yes. Because Danny Ainge didn't come to the Utah Jazz until when? Until when? Until when? Let's take a look. Oh, God, again. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I shit. You, it's not like I have that information in love with Danny Ainge. You should know uh, 2021. So that was two years ago. Yeah. So Boston lost last year to Golden State. They got their asses handed to them. Okay. So let, let's go yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NBA yeah, draft. You uh, and your goddamn NBA draft, dude. I don't trust him. I don't trust what these damn draft picks. 2021. Who did he draft in 2021? Let's see. Well, he was out. 2021 was the last year, right? Wait, he didn't. No, he, he barely arrived. On December. Tw- uh, Let me take a look. Let's take a look here, guys. On December uh, 15, 2021, Angel was hired as a CEO of basketball. Oh, shit. Really? It's been two years. So, so far in the two years, what has he done for you that you think he's been done so good for the Jazz draft picks? Mm. Now he has 15 draft picks. That's what I want to know. What has he actually drafted that it's like, oh, shit. 2015. So he didn't do shit until this. Yeah, he actually didn't do shit the... From December all the way to the end of the season. He just like let it see what was going on. Uh-huh. Okay. And then, uh-huh. then he started, he was like, fuck it, let me take over. And he started mm-hmm. trading Donovan Mitchum. Uh great Rudy Gobert. Trade, huh? Holy 
fuck he's so amazing. I mean, huh? listen, I get it. You're still well, yeah. I'm sore. I'm about asking it too. you, what has he done since he's been on board with Utah? He's been getting a lot who? of picks. Yeah, but who has he drafted? That doesn't prove anything to me, dude. We will find out when we when he start drafting. But right now, like, let's see, 2020 draft. Uh, Aaron Nesmith, uh, which got what? Great guy, huh? I don't even know who that is, but great guy. Man, I am not proving a point here. You're not. That's what I'm telling you. Let's take a look here. (laughs) No, one second, one second. Time is ticking, sir. Time is ticking. (laughs) Romeo Long. Langford? Which he's not even playing any. My point proven. That's what so I'm telling you. Like you're, yeah, we're relying too much yeah. on the draft picks that we have 15 of them. Boston Celtics from the LA Clippers traded to Philly. Um, but yeah, let's take a look here. What the only if... one that he has good is Grant Williams. Grant Williams. Grant Williams was a good, good player. He has shot down since. He hasn't been the same. Hmm. That's it. Let's take a look the year before that. You're not proving a point. You're Shut really the fuck not. Up. Shut the fuck You're up. You're not. That's what I'm telling Yo, you. Let me let me let me bring you one fucking point that okay. he did. Okay. One. On the whatever year it was when Paul Pierce, Kevin Kevin Garnett, and mm-hmm. uh the Jet, Jerry, whatever, whatever his name is. Smith? You're talking about the commentator? No, the Jet. Uh, fuck. The, the fuck superstar from the Boston Celtics. It was All Ray three. Allen, Rajon Rondo, Paul Pierce, and Kevin Garnett. No, Ray uh, Rondo stayed. It was Paul Pierce, Kevin, uh, Kevin Garnett, and someone else got traded to the Brooklyn Nets. And they Wait, got... Oh, now we're yes. talking about the Bro- Brooklyn Nets? Bro, listen to me. You're talking Remember about Remember that trade. Do you okay. not... Where okay, let me look. You talking about Jason Terry? Yes, Jason Terry. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Jason Terry. Okay. So, do you see that trade? And out of those trades, they got how many picks? I don't remember. Jason Terry went from Jason Terry got traded from the Mavericks to Boston for the records. Uh, Let me see. Let me see. Celtics and Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and Justin Terry to Brooklyn. It was the biggest blockbuster deal. And that didn't do shit. Stop. You're not. It, it didn't do nothing. Yes, it did. What did the Be- what did the Nets do? The, the Nets didn't do shit. Okay, so Boston. But okay. Boston did because they got because the picks. They got Jason Tatum and they got uh, Noah Brown. Or, it, sorry. And you're telling me those are not great picks? Yeah, they're good players. They're not great picks. And okay, since then, well, how many have they won? Boston Celtic, twenty seventeen. Okay, well, have Jason they won? Tatum. Well, have they won though? They how won many? the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay, so that's okay. They they got them to the finals. Okay. And let's not forget that the Danny Ainge, even though he was hired in two thousand and three for the Boston Celtics, it mm-hmm. took him five years to get him a chip in two thousand and eight. Okay. So we have a five year gap between 
2021. <sighs> I need to make a bet with you, five bro. Five years na- from now and see if we win a championship. Do you see what I mean, though? No, I don't. Of course you don't. No, because here's the thing is, like, I just don't feel like, you know, especially for the Boston Celtics organization, which is a big organization itself. That team was shit for a long time. Unfortunately, it was. What then team? it came back, Boston Celtics, after before the before the big three, uh, before the big three came on board, you know, and that trade happened with uh, Danny H making that decision happening. Great, you mm-hmm. know, all that. You got Jason Tatum and you got Brown. You no, know, you got everybody out here. You know, that's great. Now that you're gone, you still have certain things there, which I think they're great for that, you know. But I feel like the team is still missing something. I just can't trust. I just can't trust the whole fact about draft picks. I get it. You want to go for young players. I understand that. I do. Mm-hmm. But the problem is you need to have at least an experienced player to be able to be leaded on by somebody that can actually show you the things how they should be. And the fact that you're rebuilding a whole entire team for young base is kind of like, hmm. You get my point? It's like, to me, you have to have a leader. No, I don't get it. You have to have a leader out there with experience to show them how to be around. Guarantee you the Jalen Brown and freaking, uh, you know, Tatum, they're not going to be together for a while, bro. It hasn't no, worked since. I mean, it's depends. been to the finals, and it hasn't worked out for them. I and mean, Boston's not going to want to keep both of those teams, you know? They're just. I mean, I, I doubt it. I think they're going to keep them. Jalen Brown and Justin Tatum do make a great team together. It's just they had a bad luck. They ran into the Golden State Warriors where they are already experienced as a championship. Yeah. But, uh, but the Boston Celtics players they they don't have that experience yeah. they have the environment yes because as a boston celtics you have experienced multiple championship yeah probably a staff who knows i don't know but as a player you i don't think they have a player that can be like hey we can be champions if we push this hard jason tatum you gotta know how to push this hard and the reason why the between 2015 and 2020 the Boston Celtics were crap. Yeah. Dude, you got to remember or not those years, but like you got to remember that Paul Pierce have to had to face LeBron James and LeBron James Prime. Sort of Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah. You know. So I mean, sorry Kevin Durant, sorry Kevin Garnett. Oh, like Kevin Durant. Durant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Kevin Durant did it in the finals, so that's a different story. But uh, so, and then yeah. you see what I mean. So, yeah. as a as a as the Boston Celtics, y- you might not see it like they did great because mm-hmm. all we remember is the champions. But unfortunately, they were really good. It's just Danny Ainge takes a long time to build it, and I'm that's not saying problem, we don't have time for that. I agree. But, but we got to have time now. We, to we already, it's not like, hey, I want Donovan Bitchin back. Please bring him back. Oh, bro. Honestly, this is the way I see it. If I'm mm-hmm. Danny H and I'm, I'm in his mind, I'm like, listen, bro, let mm-hmm. me do this. Let me make this happen. I'm okay with you treating the whole squad. And I wanna, I'm going to leave it at that because that's what I'm going to leave it just to that. I'm going to, um, you want to treat everybody else. Okay, cool. Okay. Donovan Mitchell has been developing. You have a new coach coming in, new staff coming in. I get that. Two players that will not be able to, nobody will touch for me in my case will be, and, and I told you this before, Donovan Mitchell, Jordan Clarkson. Why these two players? Jordan Clarkson mm-hmm. getting much more experience than Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell game this year coming up this offseason was looking amazing as fuck. He was prepared. He was ready to go off. Give the guy one way. And he clearly said, don't trade me. Don't do this. Let's see where it goes. Uh, do, all due respect to Donovan Mitchell, he didn't seem like a, the leader he can be with the Utah Jazz, though. 
the thing is this. He was part of the leader now because you're happy between Rudy Gobert and him. Who are you going to have more of a leader? I was more of a leader of Donovan Mitchell. So what I'm saying is the guy itself asked you to do something. In my case, you got Jordan Clarkson and you have Donovan Mitchell together. Find a way, something else to build around these players. Mark Cannon coming into the building. Think about it. Mark Cannon playing mm -hmm. as a center. Boom. Great position right there. You got Donovan Mitchell and Jordan Clarkson. Then you had a couple other additional plays that could have brought up and things could have been there for you, know? Oh, shit. I thought that was my I know. my door, dude. I know. <laughs> it's like, who and opened just, my door? Just a fact for that, you know? And just just in general, I just think that it would have been better if they would have given him some time instead. And But I guess mm. it just didn't work out that way. So, yeah. No. Listen, what I have to say about that trade is that it sucked that Donovan Mitchell left. I When they traded Rudy Gobert, I was like, great. We're on a great path. If we keep those players, because that's where we got uh, Patrick Beverly, uh, we got a few other players that would have fit really great with Donovan Mitchell. And I was like, great, it's time to build a, around Donovan Mitchell. Let's go. But then the rumors start hitting like they're planning on trading Donovan Mitchell. And I was like, fuck, please tell me that's not true. And it ended up being true. And so at that point, I was like, fuck it. I guess it's a rebuilding season. But the thing that sucks is that the U the Utah media never questioned, like, hey, why did you trade a Donovan Mitchell? Like, what's going on? Why did you do this? Like, and so what is the plan? Like, and so as the Utah media to fucking fail on fucking asking tough questions to Danny Ainge and fucking Ryan Smith. But I would if I was a uh, If I was the Utah Jazz organization, I would have kept uh, Donovan Mitchell for sure. I would have. And build around him and give him a chance. But even he said he wasn't happy here. You got to remember that. He also said he well, feel disconnected with they, the Jazz, jazz community. Here. So I'm just going to leave it at that because honestly, you all these draft picks, young guys, you think they're going to be happy here? Oh, I don't know. Depends. That's what I'm saying. But I don't know, man. I guess we'll mm. see what Danny H is. But if I told you, I'm going to tell you one day. I told you so. Don't trust this. You're going to be like, Erwin, you're right. Hey, if we win a championship, can I tell you I told you so? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. Deal. Okay. Well, uh, hopefully, I'm right. Because I do want that championship here. Well, hopefully, you're right. So. <laughs> but yeah, dude. I think it's that time, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Uh, let's play the music. Erwin, mm. give your outro, bro. Well, guys, a little late here today because somebody, you know, decided to be a little bit late today, you know? I don't know what his excuse was. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> just giving you shit, bro. <laughs> Anyways, not for guys. So, but on, on another note, it's time for us to get out of here tonight. Thank you guys for joining us here today with these topics. Again, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button on <laughs> both of our channels. We got Talking With Rafael and The Irwin Show on the YouTube. And also right below, you have our IGs and our Twitter accounts. If you yeah. have any questions or concerns, if you want to talk about some topic, anything else you want to talk about and you want to keep yourself anonymous, that's okay. Again, the email says that's for, that's for the email. That's the reason we have the email down here below us. But other than that, we'll see you again next time. You guys be safe. Have a good night. And thank you, everybody, for watching another episode of Talking with Rafael, your host, Rafael. Make sure you hit the like button, comment down below, and share it with your friends and family. Until next time, <laughs> fuck you too, everyone. <laughs> Peace. Peace, guys. <laughs> fuck everyone. Oh, fuck you.